Welcome back to another episode of Woody Banter. Your hosts, Nabil, Daniel, and Danika are here. And our special guest today is Shella Dean. Shella, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> delighted to be here. So, um, how do we want to start our conversation? Well, maybe we, we could ask Shella to tell us a bit about herself. Oh, um, I'll, well, I'll interject real quick. Okay. I was <laughs> going to say, so I spent a semester at law school, and now... As I commented earlier, I thought the subject matter was a bit dry, but you have to know that I'm not much of a reader in general, so that's not, you should take that <laughs> with many grains of salt. So I guess, guess I, is not boring. Of salt. I guess I'm curious, because um, it takes, I mean, it takes a lot of, um, what did you say? Diligence. Yes, diligence to continue with that kind of program. When you were studying law, what um, did you think... Was it something where you chose it and you're like, I've chosen this career now, now I have to stick to it? Or were you able to, was the subject matter just more interesting to you? Or what was your experience when you were kind sure. of going through law school? So I guess not exactly. When I was uh, deciding on what I wanted to be when I grow up, and I'm not actually sure I have grown up yet, <laughs> but I actually wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Oh. And um, when I passed out during the biology exam, during a dissection, I realized that maybe that was not the best career choice for me. Okay. <laughs> and I got a zero on the test. <laughs> so then that I was mean of them to give you a zero I know, for passing I, out. I <laughs> said, could I have a, at least a point for my name? Yes. <laughs> that was rejected. I got an A on the written, but... Zero on Should the we name names? Was this in the U- UK? In the yes, in okay. London. Oh, okay. And then I wanted to be an accountant, and my dad told me that accountants are boring, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know my times table, <laughs> which might have been a problem. And without actually much forethought, I decided I wanted to be a lawyer. So I went to law school in London. Hmm. I qualified as a solicitor, which means something very different in England. It's an English lawyer, not what it is here. Gotcha. And then when I came to U- America. I really didn't know what else to do. (laughs) So I decided that I would take the bar exam in California. Okay. And um, so I've been at my firm for 28 years and I was practicing for two or three years in England. So for over 30 years, I'm a trial lawyer. I do litigation Mm. and I love it. I'm just fascinated by the different clients, the different law. And yeah, law school can be heavy duty with all the reading and cases. Um, but I guess for me, I feel that I'm helping people. And as a trial lawyer, do you, would you uh, concentrate in specific fields within that, like a criminal versus um, working with uh, you know, corporations or something? Definitely not criminal. Okay. That relieves us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so thinking of doing anything criminal, just do not. I no. Have <laughs> no. Um, I'm just curious, like, what you, you're like, oh, I, it would be really cool to, you know, uh, work with this kind of client. It, did you think about those kind of things when no. you were, no? Hmm. no. Okay. I kind of just, about maybe halfway through my practice, maybe 15, 20 years ago here, I, I felt I was working a lot more with companies, hmm. doing business litigation disputes that business has businesses had with each other and also intellectual property litigation, IP litigation. And that was something which I never thought that I would be interested in. So how did you? How how did you get interested in it if you weren't? Where did you first get exposed to this idea of IP litigation? A business client that I had been representing in a contract case Mm -hmm. got sued for 
um, trade secret misappropriation mm -hmm. and it involved getting into the technology and at first I was like oh my gosh I really, this <laughs> is the only connection I have to engineering is my husband is an electrical engineer and now my son is <laughs> I have no background whatsoever in engineering but I found it fascinating it was challenging for me to, to learn about the technology mm -hmm. um, and I I just enjoy it hmm. And actually, so you bring up uh, IP, which is related to creativity. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, there, there has to be something interesting about that in regards to our previous conversations. What do you guys think? Like you're saying, like, uh, what being... Just no. like she, she, you're, you're, in the, you're in between, I guess, uh, creative minds at times. Um, I think the only creative thing is the arguments that I make to maybe help my clients' cases. Okay. I, I was I was thinking though from the uh, client's perspective, your I imagine that you're working with a variety of very creative people who have been competitively creative, which adds a slightly different dimension because you could ask, is this a brand new idea, mm. or have ten different people had the same idea at some point or some iteration of it? and who was smart enough or, or worldly enough to make sure that everyone realized that they had put their stamp of creativity on it. Do you see that in your clients or do you or do you expect it or is it not something that you even or you engage look, with? Looking at their intent of like whether they were copying because you know they're trying to steal the idea or if it was like... Uh, intent yeah. does come into it Mm. For, for a small part, but the main part is mm -hmm. looking at your client's technology and the adverse party's technology and mm -hmm. saying, okay, is it like who copied who? Mm -hmm. Is it really the same thing? Mm. Who, who patented it first? Um, intent is, sometimes intent is obvious and then sometimes it's a problem mm. if you're on the wrong side of that. Mm. But generally you're looking at the actual technology. Oh. Gotcha. It reminds me a bit of the classroom setting and this constant feeling of don't copy from somebody else. Um, but a lot of creativity is copying. Um, but yeah, in this or, or like yeah. taking ideas and re-engineering it. Yes. Um, or, or sometimes people, they don't know. Mm -hmm. They think they, they come up with this brilliant idea, this mm -hmm. widget, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, they go to patent it. And mm -hmm. someone else or even many people have patented yeah. the same idea. I worked on a like just a solo project have you heard of the website Reddit? Yes. Okay, it's a it's a link sharing website. So I when I was in college, yeah. I was like, oh man, this is a website to share links. Like this is the greatest thing ever. And like Reddit had already been out for two years, yeah. and then like three months into my project, I like stumbled upon Reddit. I'm like, was, oh no. I think I just either you YouTube told it. me or I stumbled upon. I'm like, oh darn it. <laughs> You're not as original as you thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, for, for anyone out there who's thinking if this is a profession that they would like to get into, I, for me, I think mm -hmm. it has been the most rewarding. Um, you just get to you get to meet a lot of people. I think you help people. Mm. You get to be a drama queen to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're, you're trying to, you know, if you're in court, okay, not being a drama queen, but you're... Right. Um, emphasize your point. You do get to dramatize things, I guess. And being yeah. persuasive mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that your arguments win. Yes. Persuasion is yeah. an interesting thing because you, I mean, I only relate it to when you see a movie and, you know, people ask. are pers persuasive, but 
I guess I don't socialize that much, so I don't interact with too many people. Um, Are you a hermit? <laughs> actually, yes. I'm not wearing that shirt, am I? I literally yesterday was wearing a shirt that says hermit. <laughs> um, Just in case people didn't, the one or two people who saw him did not know that like, he is what? a hermit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was curious of when you brought up the movie thing. When whenever you watch like movies or shows. Are there things that you see that you're like, oh, that's completely ridiculous? Or are there some things where you're like, oh, they got that pretty accurate? I'm sure there's a lot of ridiculous stuff. Well, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Movies about like, do you yeah. ever, trials? Like, about trials, do you ever see something that's like, oh, this is actually pretty accurate to what, or it's like pretty much 90 or 100% there's of There's some things which are funny where you see the trial of, <clears throat> is it or is it not? So, <laughs> 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 it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, some of it's very well done. Mm. Where you see, you know, what's happening in a courthouse or in a deposition. Mm. Would you suggest any uh, shows or, or do you, movies? Or, or and if you don't remember, that's fine too. Actually, just looking, I when I was in England, I used to watch a program called L.A. Law, I think mm. it was called, okay. and that was mm-hmm. piqued my curiosity about practicing. So, so what's the? You practiced in England for two years, and then you came here and took the bar and, and practiced here. What's something that really stood out where you thought? This is so not England. The clothes. Mm. So, so in yes. England, you can wear, I know. The wig? <laughs> well, no, the, you wear a gown. Everyone, mm-hmm. you, you wear a gown. But the clothes that you wear is either dark, you know, charcoal, black, or d- very dark blue. Mm-hmm. And your blouse would be cream. And, mm-hmm. or, or, That's in England. Or white in England. And here it's, and, and no pants. Maybe they've changed that now. <laughs> you take your pants off. <laughs> But when I first came here, there was like reds and pinks and yellows. Whoa, this is. Oh, that's interesting. I've seen uh, clips of some uh, attorneys dressed creatively, but it also seems like they're the they're working on the again. It's it's usually related to some criminal case or something, and they 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 seem like their hair is like disheveled and. Um, they seem like a wacky kind of character to begin with. Are you talking um, about like in uh, American oh, movies? Or? Oh, the no, night, no, I'm just talking about like if you see a news of, clip. The night, the night of. of. Yes, yes. Oh. That, that was very yes. good. That was excellent. Was that kind that of... One. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. You haven't seen The Night Of? So. Oh, oh, on HBO? You didn't see it. You need to see there it. There were a number of ethical mm-hmm. breaches, I should mm-hmm. say, that, that occurred during that series. Oh, of yeah. Things that lawyers are not meant to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do do them. But... Unfortunately, yes, yes and yes. then they may be... A mm-hmm. romantic relationship thing. Yeah. Oh, was there a romantic <laughs> yeah, relationship? Yeah, between the lawyer and the the uh, defendant. Or oh, yes. okay. <laughs> so do you think you'd ever go back to law school? Am I allowed to ask questions, I guess? Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> of course. Um, probably not. Uh, but but I, I will leave the door wide open because... I don't know. I when I when I get asked the question, where do you see yourself in five years? I have no idea. Like uh, my the path has changed so much, where it's like, who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll be back in law school. I am here. Make <laughs> sure that one person, yeah, I completely because... failed with my own children, that one person becomes yeah. a lawyer. Yeah, you never know. Um, I guess the people you were in school with were, um, how old were they? In the same age group, or yeah, little, yeah, about the same age group. I guess it doesn't. It's crazy matter. to think Does they're all done now. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, no, there. Were, I mean, there were people, uh, you know, way older who were farther into their professional career, and they decided they wanted to study law. So, um, so yeah, you can definitely do it at any time. I'm curious. Um, 
when you're thinking of how to uh, argue your points or fight your cases, does the body of knowledge that you've developed over time help you become more creative? Um, or do you think, when you're thinking of how to defend your clients, do you, is it just you look up reference materials and then study that uh, as the case comes along? As in, do you start from scratch for every case? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it. Well, there's a, obviously a wealth purportedly a wealth of knowledge in my head mm -hmm. that you know I've done previous cases that there's similar um, of the law changes very slightly but the facts are what cause the differences between the cases you do the best you can with the facts that you have mm. and sometimes there are good facts for you but oftentimes there are bad facts. Oh, tell us about bad facts. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, how would you define a bad fact? Bad fact would be when you ask your client if they signed anything and they say, oh, no, I know nothing. Mm -hmm. And the first question at the deposition is the contract which they signed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, and then you keep a stone, you know, very yes. stone face, <laughs> pretend that you knew about it. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it really just depends. Every case is very different. I don't think I've had, they can be similar, mm. um, but the facts make it very different. Are your, are your clients usually very um, forthcoming and well-prepared when they approach you about a certain case? Or, or do you find that like, oh, they didn't tell me about this, that, and the other thing. I don't know why they didn't do that. No, most of them, so most of the, um, my clients are generally companies, so I'm dealing with the general counsel, assistant general oh, counsel. Oh, I see. Mm. So they're completely on top of everything. Gotcha. Mm. Um, and so I generally, you know, there's an issue, something has happened, and I just need to deal with it. In, in other cases where I have individuals, mm -hmm. um, I make it very clear up front, you know, I'm going to be responsive. I, I can only do the best I can if you tell me everything. Some people, your clients, will think that they have to hide things from you. So you have to let them know, no, I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. And uh, in order for me to do my job properly, I, I need to know everything, good, bad, and ugly. So what you brought up, like, uh, so you work with corporations who have a general counsel. What, uh, what are the differences between what they do for the company and when they reach out to you for your services? What what are the diff how is that different? So the general counsel of a company is generally responsible for all the legal matters of the company, whether they do it themselves or they farm that work out to outside counsel. Okay. They're unlikely to be involved in hardcore litigation, and that's when they'll uh, instruct people like me, outside counsel, to um, handle the litigation for them. Or they may have general quick questions, which, which I'll deal with, uh, mm. But generally, they're they're unlikely to deal with um, large litigation. They do sometimes have in-house teams, but sometimes it gets to a point where they need specialist counsel, mm. and they will. Um, and do you prefer working with uh, them as opposed to an independent client? No, no preferences. I, I know no preferences. I do both plaintiff and defense, and I do companies mm. and individuals. Is that actually a, is that a legal like? Uh, are you not allowed to like have that kind of opinion? Like, um, yeah, I prefer to... You can have you, you can, can have, have an opinion, opinion okay. if you want. Gotcha. Um, but for me, um, I think my expertise extends, you know, both ways mm. and, and to different um, entities and individuals. Gotcha. So when you... Um, we asked about movies and how accurate they are and as far as law is concerned, when you... The general public, um, you know, 
if you're interested in technology, for example, and someone makes a comment and you think, oh, this person has no clue. Uh, oh, or like in, in a social setting, you say? In a social setting or, you know, when you're, as an educator, you know, sometimes people talk about education and you think, no, you've got it wrong. Is there sometimes where, or advertising, you know, that, that you think, I know the background and what you're saying seems very uninformed. Are you ever in a setting, in a social setting, uh, and uh, particularly when there are jokes about lawyers? Um, really? <laughs> people joke about lawyers? <laughs> or, or other situations where... Like the lying one? Which one? Or just that, like, lawyers are liars. Yes, yes, well, that kind of thing, that, yeah. that, that, that stereotype. I don't know how accurate you can let us know or not, if you know how accurate that is. But where you're just in a social setting and you think, they just have no clue. I could imagine. Go ahead. <laughs> so many times I would like to take them down and say, look, really? That's really not how it goes, and this is why, and you're talking, you know? Yes. But it's a social setting, yeah. and you're not going to jump in and say, you really don't know what you're talking about. So I want to look dumb. Right. Um, if we were you're just court. a nice person. Yeah. Is that well, I don't think saying? so. My family don't think so. <laughs> Friends don't think so. Or you can pretend you're playing devil's advocate when really you're yeah. presenting I your might case. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I might say a few things, but I'm, I'm not in a social setting. I'm not going to... Um, but what goes through your mind someone. when you hear it? You think, just yes, I saw eyes, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eye roll. <laughs> we actually have a question here. Um, so it's from Timur Tafel. Hi, Shella. What if your client has done something illegal and admits it to you? Does that get you in trouble? For example, if your client actually did steal IP and admits it to you. Let me just add, this is a very oddly specific question. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, call, call me after the break. <laughs> well, obviously I can't disclose any client confidences, but what I will say is if the facts... If, if facts arise that, so I know I handle the civil aspect, not the criminal aspect. So if facts arise that um, maybe things have not been totally above board. Mm. Um, uh, there gets a point where I can't, if it gets criminal, I can't represent the person. Mm. But for civil cases, um, I deal with the facts the best I can. Gotcha. So you there's... You won't get in trouble. You won't get in trouble as long as you follow the protocols. Timor <laughs> responds with a huge lull. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. I would say though, if you're thinking of doing something, whether it be <laughs> don't do it, don't do it <laughs> I would Just... very much encourage you to uh, consult with an attorney before you do something that is likely to. Oh, but couldn't you just uh, plea ignorant if you don't? Because now, now I don't you think, really I don't think don't ignorance is an yeah. excuse for the <laughs> law. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> then, then what happens? Shall just had they... eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would to, I would prefer to do it often enough, you know, and then say, oh, I had no clue this was illegal. However, if Although people, now I've said it and, you know. Yeah, if you don't want to consult a lawyer, that just makes more work for me in okay, Now I can't do it because I've said it on air. <laughs> yeah. But so does your your profession, does it consume your life to the point where you you I mean you, as passionate as you are about it are there other ways that you find ways to be creative apart from your work well I'd say my husband <laughs> says it does consume my life okay because sometimes when we were talking about things he'll say this is not a deposition <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just asking questions <laughs> 
but I, I, I like other things other than practicing law. <laughs> like? Like, what do I like to do? I like to shop. Mm-hmm. I like to cook. I like to entertain. Yes. I like to meet. I like to meet with friends. Now you're very detail oriented when you entertain. Uh, highly, mm. fufa uh, is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> it, the, well, now I was thinking fufa. I was thinking you. If if you didn't know you well enough, you would feel the pressure of you know the perfection of your. What? Where does that need for perfection in entertainment come from? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, tell <laughs> us more. Maybe I've heard. Tell us I, more, because I, I don't know. Is I, I'm, not f- I'm not familiar with the star signs, other than I know I'm a I'm Pisces, a but I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. We're very close, uh, and I'm yes. older than you, remember? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Respect your elders. And, and what does that make, the Capricorn and so the I, elderliness with ent- of your... <laughs> with, with, with entertaining, um, I want to make sure that my, my guests I want to try and make sure that they have the best time. So I want the food to be nice. I mm-hmm. want the presentation to be even better. So if the food sucks, that mm-hmm. they only concentrate on the presentation. You don't think, well, <laughs> I've invited them. They should just be happy that I invited them. No, I want. Yeah. I want to really. She wants, to, she wants it, it to be sincere. I want, yes. Does that not come Unlike some people. <laughs> Does that not? I'm only here no, no, for, the, for the chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out there. No, I will say whenever I we go to Shalanti's house, it's uh, there's a very quality well. of the the whole thing and and the Snacks, food specifically is yeah. very. Thank uh, you. The, dessert, the multi-dessert. So if anyone has in, been invited to your house and has not had the whole range of entertainment, you know. You missed out. Actually, yeah. you, you know where you stand I, in Shella's life. <laughs> I think there was one time where I had a number of guests and Anika, you said, oh, Shella always makes three desserts. And I was like, no, I only have one. That's the standard high. <laughs> yeah. yes. we, we have a question from Race Dean. Have you ever had cases you didn't want to take, and why? That's a very, that's a big one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh have you turned people down? Yes. Mm. People have turned me down also. Oh, does Ooh. that hurt your it. feelings? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, you can't afford me, then. Yeah. <laughs> Is that usually why they turn you down? Is no. Because that... so, so some, some if that's cases, the reason, then, that, then of course. Cool. Some yeah. people, <laughs> I mean, there are some specific reasons. Um, <clears throat> uh, some people... Um, they've been through a number of attorneys and you know that you can see the, you know, the red flag or they don't have the money unfortunately litigation can be very expensive mm-hmm. um, so don't do it or, or, there, or there's or there's there's no case mm-hmm. and you know I, I'm not the type of person that will take your case to charge you hundreds of thousands of dollars and say, oh well we lost mm-hmm. you know that that needs mm-hmm. to well, sometimes if you're a defendant sometimes that happens but um, <laughs> Some t- I think it's better to be upfront with your potential client to say, you know what, I've looked at this. I, I really don't think that we have a good shot of, you know, mm-hmm. getting what you think you're entitled to. Um, and th- there are attorneys, there may be someone who will take it. But for me, I want to make sure that they have a solid case. Um, and maybe this is uh, uh, the question is from Ray Steen. Maybe he wants to be a lawyer one day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you never know. We should talk to him <laughs> and force him into that. So, so I, I was thinking, yeah, well, let's pull him in. <laughs> With your first case, was it a win or or not? And what did you feel? What was your feeling as you went through that first case? My very first case was. Um, 
I had written a motion to dismiss the other side's case. My my supervising partner, I was, mm-hmm. I was a first year, fresh from England, getting used to the American system. Um, and uh, I was trying to get the dis- case dismissed early. And, you know, I wrote the, the papers and I was allowed to make that as one of my first court appearances. And my partner, who my supervising partner, told me, this is the courthouse, go to department two and say your name, tell me everything. So I was compl- very, very nervous. My mm. first court appearance, I was like, am I going to remember my name? So I went to the courthouse, I'm in the elevator, and there was this old guy, and he was carrying cookies. He said, oh, I haven't seen you here before. I said, oh, yeah, this is my first court appearance. I said, it'll be fine, good luck. Yeah. And then I went into the courtroom, and they said, all rise, judge <laughs> X now in session. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the guy I just saw in the elevator. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he granted the motion. Oh, um, okay. Nice. Maybe he felt sorry for me that it was, <laughs> I came back and I told the partner, he said, what? He goes, now, now, looking back at that, was he really old or did he just see old? <laughs> <laughs> he seemed old. I think I was 20, well, 24 at yeah, the time. Yeah, because I, I imagine people look at us sometimes and think, huh, the older. Old yes. <laughs> Do you ever like look back at any of your cases and be like, dang, or like from when you started, like, oh man, if only I said this or... Like you're just do you second randomly, guess, like... or do you end it? At... So in in depositions, there's always that question that you wished you had asked. You'll finish, mm. and you'll say, mm. oh, "I wish I asked them this," mm. Um, mm. because I you... could have got more. I could have yeah. got more. That's the only time oh, okay. yeah. during depositions. Uh, have you ever considered, or I don't even know if you're you can consider this, or you have to be elected to be like a, a judge? Um, what are your thoughts on becoming a judge? What's the process? I don't even know. Um, yeah. I hear you are already so judging I, so cases. I, so I um, volunteered to the court um, as a small claims court judge mm. in Santa Clara Superior. And I also do, I'm a settlement judge, so I, I help with the settlement conferences the week before the trial is set. I try and settle the cases. Mm. Um, and So you volunteer to be a judge? Yeah, you, you go through the selection process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for small claims mm. or for settlement conferences. I think you have to practice for at least 10 or 15 years. So mm-hmm. I've been doing it for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it very rewarding, the small claims, because you're seeing a case from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the two litigants, mm-hmm. and you you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually, I think, has helped me in, in oral arguments that I make before the court, because I... I kind of see, you know, I've seen it from the a missing pieces, yeah, the, a different yes, perspective, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's been very fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it a lot. And is there? Um, oh, actually, before I ask my question, uh, so Barbara says, "Hi, Shella, can you tell us a bit about the reason why you became a lawyer? Was there an experience uh, that has inspired you to do so?" So I guess we touched. A little bit on this, but if you unfortunately like. there was no aha, I'm going to be a lawyer. It was I can't be a doctor, I can't be an accountant. How come you didn't want to be a teacher? Or was that no? Oh, God forbid. My mom was a teacher. Oh, I you know I, I rebelled know. about about I being don't a think teacher as well. Listen to me. Oh, as, as a, a teacher? teacher? Yeah, mm. but and as or maybe a... you had to know something at that point. I... <laughs> it just it, being a lawyer seemed a good idea at the time. It was and a I, brilliant and idea. And I'm <laughs> actually glad that I mean I I love. Every day, I love doing what I do, mm-hmm. and I think when I stop feeling that way, then it's time to yes to retire. Yeah, this, you also yeah. had this a similar uh, thing with 
doctor or wanting to become one, right? Yeah, I wanted to be a doctor, I guess. Your I guess experiences yes. are similar in that way. <laughs> did you pass out in biology? Country. No, no, no. Passed I, out I inside did. of blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did fairly well in the exams, but I, I had to take them twice. I mean, I didn't do that well. And then the second time, I didn't get into medical school, so, um, and I was heartbroken. And I thought, oh, that would have made my life. And I'm so glad I did not become a physician because I don't think now with hindsight that I would have enjoyed it. I have enjoyed being an, uh, a teacher. Um, and But I also feel that once the passion goes away, you should stop and you have to keep checking in and saying, am I having fun? Am I having fun? A- am I becoming a grumpy, you know, experienced person who does too many eye rolls because you've seen <laughs> it too many times and so i have to be careful about that myself you never passed out but you said you didn't like the sight of blood i right? didn't yes yeah. i don't i it makes me feel nauseous <laughs> <laughs> well years later i thought oh maybe i could have done this and then the kids would fall over and there'd be blood and i'm yes. like don't come to me go to your doctor <laughs> <laughs> That's just not my uh, you you guys never thought of you know because maybe it was our generation that thought of being a physician maybe it's mine a was lawyer thing. as well yeah maybe yeah. it's a desi thing yeah when I was interested in politics, I thought, oh, maybe I'll be interested in law. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got a long question here. Who's, Which who's one? asking um, It says S. Dean. I'm assuming it's Sophie Dean. Uh, <laughs> if you weren't a lawyer, what would you see yourself doing? Also, <laughs> who is your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> Two-part question. The child that never was born. <laughs> um, if you weren't a lawyer, what would you see? I, I don't know what else I could do. Well, what I would do, and as to the favorite child, Sophie is my favorite daughter. Oh. Grace oh. is my favorite. <laughs> child. Ah. Wordsmith, we have. <laughs> but so I like to write. That's the thing about with, oh. with legal briefs and everything. I I do like to write. So that that's another question I have in relation to that, the writing. Have you never thought of going into politics? Because a lot of people who study law do go into politics, and or have you never thought of teaching? Because there are many practicing lawyers I think who also teach so um, I have never thought about going into politics mm-hmm. um, it doesn't what do my friends say it's not my jam <laughs> is that your word no, jam. my jam oh I didn't know that I'm trying to be young and trendy <laughs> oh is that the, is that it's not the pickle <laughs> <laughs> no I haven't heard of that one yeah <laughs> um, what was your second question now I'm getting older I'm short <laughs> teaching law um, so I do teach a trial techniques course at Stanford mm-hmm. once or twice a year. Oh, cool. I like the way you just kind of throw it in there. I mean, that's a big I, deal. I <laughs> love it. The, the, the students are super smart mm-hmm. and um, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They're, they're there. They actually want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if I can share something that I know, mm-hmm. then that actually brings me a lot of joy. So you do this on a regular basis? Uh, as once a... or twice a year. Mm. Okay. Hmm. I, I thought there was going to be a follow-up. That was the hmm. No, I, I, I was going to ask something before I read one of the questions. Well, I was also thinking like when you were saying like you don't know if there's something else you do other than law, other than politics, is there really anything that's a position that's similar to law that uses logic and reasoning in that way? Well, We would hope everything uses some yeah, level of logic but and like, reasoning. To this, <laughs> to yeah, this extent. Extreme. I know what you're saying. Do you feel, I, I remember Nabil's first semester there you know and he was very impressed by the people who were into law especially his professors that mm-hmm. they really knew what they were doing yeah there's a huge depth to them yes do you feel there's a huge depth to you that's very deep Anika. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, yes. No, no, no. If I say no, I'm going to look really dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you think, wow, I, you know, look at what I'm thinking at this point in my life or I would not I, have imagined. I guess that thoughts. makes you think about, I mean, if you, you're thinking about like a system in which us humans can uh, uh, interact with each other in a, in a way we all agree with. Um, or at least we will have the potential of agreeing with. Yeah, and you can think about like the lineage of our kind of legal system. You start maybe as a tribe and you have some sort of leader that is supposed to resolve issues. I guess that's what you're doing is resolving issues. Um, and so thinking about society that way, uh, these kind of, the teachers that I interacted with, uh, I don't know, had some sort of just a yeah. different perspective that I thought was interesting. Um, a more community. Yeah, yeah, communal. Um, yes. And it actually it got me thinking about uh, judges and a, a judge. Sometimes when you, when, if I thought of law, I would think, oh, there's a, a book of rules. And if you break them, like uh, the judge will say, oh, you broke the rule and that's that. But, you know, a lot of times you're studying previous cases and it's interesting how, uh, maybe a judge's perspective will change as they review cases and look at different cases. Um, I guess a question would be, um, do you think it, could you argue that a judge's opinion could, um, affect the ruling? Uh, yeah. Over time, not like, uh, or, or affect the community. Yeah. Or the way we behave. Right. Uh, have longer term impact than the immediate court case, which in some cases we've seen on a higher mm -hmm. level. But I uh, think so, and I think there's a, there's mm -hmm. been, uh, without getting into it, obviously, um, mm -hmm. a lot in the news recently where there's been a ruling one way or the other that has really um, activated the crowd into uh, to doing thing into things into protesting. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it. Um, it can impact mm -hmm. the community. I guess maybe in like the Supreme Court, that's why it's always a big deal of whether. But the even smaller cases or... are referred to, aren't they? So oh, that's true. Yeah. So they in the local media, sometimes there'll be a ruling, yes. and you know, people are upset about it or mm -hmm. happy about it. Mm. Um, it can impact everyone. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That like, going back to what you said about like maybe the history mm. of our civilization that we've come to you know, the best uh, possible way of, I guess, resolving arguments and stuff. Maybe previously when we were just... Or so we think. Or, Does or anybody so think, think there's yeah. a better way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, yeah, I guess you would say what, we have judges that... I'm not even going to attempt to <laughs> describe to something I don't, I don't understand at all. <laughs> I will pick up on the community thing, though. One of the things that I think I've been at my law firm so long. I think I'm an old timer. A lot of people, the millennials <laughs> move from place to place. I've been mm. at the same place for a very long time. And, um, I think it's because, I mean, a number of things, but we do a lot in the community. We say that the community has been really good to us. So we like to give back. Mm. And I don't know if that's, so what, t tell us a bit about what you do for the community, We're since on, we don't know. <laughs> so we, we do anything from, you know, uh, cleaning up Guadalupe Creek mm -hmm. or river, mm -hmm. um, being on, you know, boards, mm -hmm. various boards, um, 
just a number of things within the community. We volunteer a lot of our time mm -hmm. um, to the court, to local organizations. Do you feel being on the boards is some level of some level of interest in politically involved, political? I mean, I know it's civic responsibility, um, but being a board member does impact things that are happening which could impact larger on a larger scale politically things that happen so and if there is a, a community that you've been a board member of or, or a you know some program that you're a board member of is there something that stands out which you have found most enriching or that you've seen your colleagues be a board member of and you think that they really, they know what they're doing here and they, they're really adding I think they're, to they're volunteering their expertise, their time mm -hmm. on various boards. I don't think they have, have any political aspirations yeah, okay. while doing so. And I think it's just a way of giving back mm. to our local community. And we do a lot of uh, mock trial. I think you may have high schools um, yeah. have mock mm -hmm. trials. We mm -hmm. volunteer our time there. Mm -hmm. um, just... Okay. A number of things that we do. Okay. Do you remember that? Um, I don't even know what you want to call it. It was a panel or something. It was some sort of uh, community governance thing that you took me to in Redwood City, and um, that's what I was thinking of actually. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's why I referred to this. It was um, um, the city of Redwood City, which, similar to other uh, cities, uh, offers trainings for civic leadership. And mm. so it's a year-long program, and then once you're in there, you know, you've gone through the program, and, and they, they then recruit people once you've gone through the training, or even if you haven't gone through the training, they want you to be members of the library, or board members, and so they want you to be um, responsible citizens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's where that question came from. It was kind of my, my own experience of connecting with... Um, the city wanting people to be more involved and then recruiting people from the community to be board members but you, what was your was that what you were thinking of uh yeah i thought i was just trying to throw an idea yeah yeah, yeah that was the that was what i was thinking of and i was thinking yeah, there was a connection I, and i never really got to commit and so that's why i find it very inspirational when people do commit to something like that where you think there's something out there and that's why i was thinking is there a group or an organization which you think this is something that I find really fulfilling over and above my regular whatever I do, apart from, you know, and maybe it's the cleaning of the Guadalupe River that is, you find I don't inspiring. think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what, uh, like, I don't really... Uh, do you volunteer? Yeah, do volunteers. I mean, I used to in high school, but um, I guess more of those kind of people would, you know, probably build a better community. How... But you do a lot of volunteer work with the high schools, don't you? I do. I so I volunteer at my kids' high schools, even though they graduated many, yes, many years I know. ago. That to me was extremely <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Keep getting called back. Um, you know, I feel that if I can, if I can do something to help, yeah. um, which I think that's what lawyers do also. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I actually, I actually enjoy it. I like the mm -hmm. volunteering with the schools, mm -hmm. with the court. Mm -hmm. um, and various organizations. And what about the sports that you used to, the games you used to attend? Do you still attend th those? Or? I do not. <laughs> okay. I do not. Because um, you were very much... Uh... I was soccer mom, field <laughs> hockey mom. Um, 
And did you play any sports yourself when you were in school? My kids say no. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you play I netball? Played, no, I play on, played netball and rounders. I was on the rounders team. <laughs> I was a sub for netball. Uh, they they had not heard of the concept of netball. Yeah. Or rounders. Oh, yeah. have <laughs> not heard of rounders? Like, it's the British version of baseball. baseball. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, I wonder is what the cricket? difference is. No, no. Oh. Rounders is not cricket. <laughs> My kids think I was just the water boy, but I actually <laughs> did play. And, and they find it amusing that in, in netball, you can't run with the ball. Correct. You have to, once you have the ball, you have to stop. See, action, sharp. Boys do hmm. not used to play netball. No. Did boys play rounders? Yes. Ah, okay. I don't remember that. What about sharpshooting? Hmm? Did you do sharpshooting? Like you did sharpshooting. Yeah. Oh, that was in Pakistan. I was in the <laughs> National Cadet Corps. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I got to shield for that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we didn't I, have that. <laughs> we had it in Pakistan for a few years. I did it to get the the stipend that we got. <laughs> And I also, now I would conscientiously object, and I also, you got some points in your, the, <laughs> your exams. And so I needed the points, and I wanted the stipend. Were you yeah. on target? Uh, yeah, well, I got the, I got the shield for, <laughs> I don't know if I really did it, because I, you know, if somebody asked me to do it again, I, I think that was just happenstance that it happened. She but took I had the shot. Shield. She, she hit the it, mark. It, yes. <laughs> and so, okay. You know, they Sharp gave me the shield. Yeah. Yes. Shaw, <laughs> are, are you interested in. Do you play any games? Board games? Mind games. Mind ah. games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell us about this. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all digging deep and digging deep. Well, do you find. Well, okay. Do you. But do you actually find. Uh, Mind playing mind games kind of an entertaining thing and i assume it comes up when you're conversing with people and yeah like in when i have a case of course you're playing mind games with opposing counsel you're, you're yeah, trying yeah. to do the best legal Ooh, maneuver you trip them up. and see you know gotcha yes. and you're, you're probably digging a little bit too you ask yeah. probing questions because it relates to kind of me and daniel are playing this game where um you're it's kind of you're stuck piece. on an island and there's a there's a fighting aspect as any video game has these days but there's also a there's these people around and you have to kind of probe them ask them about what's going on and um it kind of you have to get off the island and use finesse and like in your because you have to like converse with other people and you have to somehow get off the island yeah <laughs> we have a question here from barbara again have you ever been frustrated with the outcome of your work? How do you deal with this and with an unhappy and or with an unhappy client? I feel like the unhappy client can be very universal. <laughs> yeah, so um, throughout a case, I want to try and manage my client's expectations of what is what I think is going to happen in the case, like try and give them, okay, this is a, not a slam dunk. We have issues. These are the issues, A, B, C, D. This is the problem. Or we, we're going to have to overcome this problem, and it's gonna, it might not happen. Mm -hmm. So we may lose. Or, so, so there should be no surprises to my clients mm -hmm. uh, if I have counseled them correctly. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not going to share with opposing counsel if I think you know I have some defects in my case. Um, but the client... Um, should kind of know we never know really before a jury which way they're going to go mm -hmm. we think we can make a good um a, a, we can have a good opinion um but once it's in the hands of a jury or a judge then you know with a judge you probably have a, a, a better shot but the client should always 
the expectation you, should be there. Yeah, mm. you have to you have to give them. Is it easier with time, or do you get less patient with people not realizing? I mean, I tell my clients up front, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to be very direct with Mm -hmm. you. I'm going to tell you as it is. I'm not going to hide anything from you. Um, And so you will know, you know, as we progress through the lawsuit, where the issues are and the problems are, Mm -hmm. um, and how we're going to try and overcome them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Daniel, how do you deal with uh, an unhappy unhappy client? Uh, well, first, first thing I want to see... Daniel is a digital marketer. Yeah, if it's like a performance-based thing, like, I don't know, they're like unhappy with the results or something. Uh, first, I look at like, okay, is there really a problem or is it just like... They feel... Maybe either they're feeling or maybe there is something wrong in like the what recording is, software, right? What does that mean? Is uh, there a problem? So they... Like sometimes, uh, like it'll be... What's a good example? Like it'll say zero for conversions of a certain. So they have some uh, metrics that they can view. Right, right. Of your that guys. we send to them. Okay. Uh, and sometimes it'll be like, uh, how do I describe it? It's like a data source is not connected to so our reporting software. So it'll say like, software. oh, you, you you're getting zero impressions from this link that we've been sharing. Exactly. And then you'll say, hey, what's going on with this? Yeah, but really, in reality, they're they have been serving. It's just uh, some... it just wasn't connected for some reason. Okay. Uh, so first troubleshooting to see if there actually is a problem. Um, if there is in fact a problem, we'll try to fix it and we'll you know make a make good for it. And so let's say uh, if it's what our if, fault. What if it's your your fault? How do you how do you deal with situations like that? And there's no that, there's yeah. no solution. It's like oh yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like oh this is your fault. Uh, then you pretty never, much that's never occurred yeah this is never, yeah. <laughs> I don't make mistakes oh, okay. objection yeah. <laughs> attorney uh, step in not, not let, me, that question. Yeah, let me yeah, let me speak with my lawyer motion, <laughs> motion to grill him more <laughs> so, so tell us about some mind games in uh, for fun as in when you say you play mind games you, you talked about thinking about things at work but what about you know in your I have no mind games at home oh no you like grilling people <laughs> like amongst my friends I always like look for fodder to to just Not grill nice. my friends and like <laughs> catch them on Notice their inconsistencies he, he doesn't have a lot of people <laughs> yeah. around yeah yeah just a small That's group why. a small group of people group of one Daniel. yeah <laughs> it's like four four or five us four okay yeah <laughs> Um, sometimes sometimes my day job does creep over to and you like to use those strategies no, I, no because mm. it's just like that that that's yes. how i roll that's right? your habit mm. that's yeah. my habit so mm. someone will say something well what about this and did you yes. do this i thought yes. you said this yes. okay yes. stop stop <laughs> <laughs> or someone's telling a story and I'm like that's not what you said <laughs> <laughs> the unreliable narrator that's mm. a storytelling technique as well it adds fun to the whole story because you can't trust the person. No, it says my my mind. (laughs) And I start making my mental notes. Okay, got to follow up with this because they said that wrong. So I know at the beginning I mentioned what Hassan had said last time about people watching um, and him reading to people watch. Um, Do you sometimes observe people um, or think about or, you know, what you were just saying in relation to mind games where somebody says something and you think hmm what led to that thought or what led to this action and and can you analyze it do you ever do that is that a mind game that you play with yourself 
Because, or do you just play mind games with others to trip them up I or engage them? I don't want this them? to be like, I'll ask Danielle and you can observe the yeah. response. <laughs> What, what was the question? Why? Are... <laughs> <laughs> it was like too long. Yeah. He's still thinking about the. Yeah, I like to play mind games. Well, no, I, I, I do enjoy observing the... people, observing behaviors. Oh, okay. And le- and and in- entertaining yourself with the behavior of, of others. I do enjoy the idea of like debating, like in in high or yeah high school. Mm-hmm. Like I liked when there was a debate in the class, like an organized one. Yes. And then they were. The, teacher would basically judge who won yeah uh so i like those kind of mind games where you're kind of trying to yeah present your case and stuff like that but uh mind games uh, (laughs) i don't know oh we do have a is that a Uh, question or uh, sophie dean says speaking about mind games do you think water is wet (laughs) <laughs> oh, this one? I've heard this. I'm, it's on the internet. Like, oh, it's a uh, thing? I don't know. It, is water, is water wet? wet? This is yes. way too deep for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, water is wet. wet. Yes. What do you what mean? Was, yeah, why uh, would it not be? Yeah. Uh, why would yeah, water was, not be wet? I mean, something with water on it is wet. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, that <laughs> this was... This is way weird. <laughs> <laughs> I forget well, what the argument... Deep. Our viewers... Our viewers... I forget what the argument was. Move along. Yeah. <laughs> For water not being wet, but I oh. remember this. Ice? The... No, that's still wet. Yes. Is well, ice still water? If it's, it well, depends on what state it's in. Is it wet? Yeah. It's damp. I mean, if and ice. And is damp wet? <laughs> I would say it's still wet. Um, going back to analyzing. <laughs> <laughs> going back to analyzing people. Um, I mean, I watch, I go through YouTube and watch a lot of videos and I've been watching podcasts and, um, so I kind of analyze people from that perspective. You're just listening in on a conversation. Um, but I guess I wouldn't say there's any sort of mind tricks involved in that because it's a one way street. I'm just listening to their, what they have to say. But Don't you ever wonder why did this person come up with this thought or this way of saying things or, or do you just take it at face value? Well, the interesting people are the ones that make me go, whoa, how did this guy come up with that? For example, we're going to see this comedian in San Jose at the Improv. His name is Theo Vaughn, and he has a podcast. And he's originally from Louisiana. Um, and the it's a com- the way he talks and the way he puts sentences together is very weird. And he'll sometimes I think, words. <laughs> yeah, he, he just like, sometimes he'll make up these ridiculous stories, but he'll he'll say it like it's it very really happened to him. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess those kind of people I find. Uh, yeah interesting to watch i like to watch people um just you've broken down to and admitted it i like to observe i like meeting new people mm-hmm. i like to hear about them their mm-hmm. background what they do i don't maybe mm-hmm. i'm just nosy i don't know i i like to hear about dif- different people the experiences that, that they have gone through mm-hmm. uh in their life um, I just find that I, fascinating. I don't. I wouldn't consider it nosy. Um, if you're not interested in others, I feel you. Te- there's a tendency to be selfish. It's or, a of, or a hermit. Or a hermit. So yes, I mean, I, I I feel knowing about others, and clearly I want to know about others, and so I'm justifying because that's another argument that Nabil makes. You've already decided, people, not you, but people have already decided what they want to think. And is it only nosy when you're like being creepy, or what's that? <laughs> what's that? Yeah. Well, that I suppose that would be nosy and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> if you're introduced. When you're... do you cross the line of creepy? 
if you're uh, yeah who knows yeah it depends on the person i suppose i tell shalom if you're sharing if you're staring without blinking maybe i i find sometimes i ask too many questions and that to me is irritating to myself it's kind of i you're just interested about someone though yeah i know but then it it can i'm sure it can be irritating (laughs) i haven't so i've been working on programming and kind of self-taught method and i go on youtube and google a lot to learn a lot of things about how to program properly i'm curious if you think um law could be i mean taught through if somebody maybe i don't know if it exists now or maybe 10 20 years down the line somebody could just go on youtube and uh pick up yeah teach themselves how to be a lawyer that's very uh but didn't they used to do that 200 years ago like I wasn't around. <laughs> I may look at it. I think I read somewhere that uh, the legal profession started probably like all the other professions where someone was just interested in something and then they just did it. So when I was in England, you got your law degree mm-hmm. and then you had um, you took a, a year of bar school mm-hmm. and then you had two years of you're an article clerk Mm. so you had two years of practicing to be a lawyer Mm -hmm. here it's very different in the united states in that you pass the bar you take your law degree pass the bar and then that's it there's no real practical training Mm -hmm. so it the training is very different and and i felt like as a junior associate um that i learned yeah i I can read the books and Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. the law and you know the evidence code and what objections but it's the actual doing mm. that gave me the the practice that i need to or observing partners or senior associates at the time taking a deposition making you know an mm-hmm. argument before the court um in trial um that's how i learn not mm-hmm. just by reading the books because i don't think you get everything mm-hmm. and over those years you develop your own style whether it be is it not so (laughs) (laughs) or or just asking the question you know Mm -hmm, so there's mm -hmm. different things that you pick up stylistically Mm. but um i think observing um is a very important part Mm -hmm. in in becoming Mm -hmm. a lawyer and practicing law do you think uh there could be a future where you sign in through a portal and you're an attorney and you just like you go through cases like as a like through um, sort of a, a web portal, a webcam, as opposed to going to an actual court. Could that be a, a future for... Like legal Zoom? N- well, no, I mean more like uh, you're you're an established attorney, but instead of to, to, to handle more cases or something, to make it more efficient using technology like that, where you're talking through a webcam to, to I don't know, be more f- efficient. So, so we do use currently... Um, Two things with your clients, we use um, video conferencing. Say, so we, um, a lot of my clients are, are not in San Jose. Mm. I should say a lot mm. of them are in San Jose. Some of them are in different parts of the world, in different parts of the mm-hmm. United States. So we use video conferencing to to talk to them. With mm-hmm. the court, sometimes you can appear by telephone. Um, oh, okay. So it's not, or our courts are not our local courts are not video conferencing yet but you can make the appearance by telephone not obviously for trial because you need to be there but for case management conferences or some motions Mm. and sometimes that's convenient say if your case is venued in LA um, or some faraway place where you have you know 
it, it, but then for me, I, I like to be there personally. I think the eye contact with the judge uh, to see which case, you know, which mm -hmm. way it, the case is going right. um, is very important. There's no technical difficulties of like, is Audi right. working on your side? Or? I, had, I, had one, <laughs> I had one court appearance in Southern California, which I did by telephone. I have never done this again. But the microphone was right next to the clerk's photocopy uh -oh. machine. Uh, so every time someone was talking, halfway through, it'd be... <laughs> and I would lose 15 seconds of what was being said. Mm. And I used to say, is, is that, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, because, oh, yes, we're using the photocopy machine. So... Things like that, you know. That's well, awkward. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it was very awkward. It's like a seamless experience. Do you think uh, volume of cases in general uh, is an issue in the legal field, at least in the United States? Like, do you think there's uh, m more cases than you have attorneys and judges to, to process them? There are some backlogs in the court. Mm. Uh, nowadays, as opposed to 30 years ago, there's a lot more cases that are being resolved by some form of alternate dispute resolution, whether that be mediation or mm. you know arbitration, which takes it out of the court system. Okay, right. gotcha. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cases, and unfortunately, sometimes this means there's a big backlog at the courts. So you're not that you won't necessarily go out to trial when your case is first set. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, we have three minutes left in our hour. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, all I want, that's all I wanted to say. No, uh, well, so we usually end with, um, you know, we wrap things up with where, where are you going from here as far as your creative endeavors? Granted, you're so passionate about law, you're probably going to continue with law forever and is ever. Is there something you're looking forward to or are you living, in, as, as you have suggested, a very content... I'm living the dream. Content, <laughs> yes, exactly. The dream. That's good. That's I'm very content. I'm very happy. Mm. I love what I do. Um, and I think I'm going to keep continuing to do it until I can't do it anymore, until that passion, until, as you said, Anika, mm. until there's no passion. Yeah. And, and if somebody made a movie about a case and you were, it was one of your cases, who would you want to play your part in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to think about that. Maybe Angelina Jolie. Okay. Ooh. But she doesn't have your eye shade color. She'd have to put lenses do you in, mean, Do you she? mean eye shadow? Or no. Eye? no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the color of your eyes. <laughs> she could put lenses. She could, yes. Okay. Yep. Well, if that is all, the... Um, if people are interested in you and want to find out more about you or maybe or maybe want to reach out for some client ser services, uh, <laughs> is there any website that they could Google? Or if they're a potential student as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, or maybe they, yeah. Do you have a... Of course. If there's, um, obviously, people want to contact me about anything, um, about becoming a lawyer, what it's like, I'm happy to answer those questions. Uh, I work at a... Uh, law firm called Hogue Fenton Jones and Appel. They started in 1952 and we are a full service firm. We have offices in San Jose and Pleasanton um, and you can contact me. I can look me up or um, and if, yeah. I think the race guy seemed pretty interested. Well, <laughs> yeah, this race dean guy, I think he should uh, reach out. Yeah. Um, okay. There's well, still hope. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Yeah. No, here. thank you for Thanks being here. I think you've shed a lot of lights. Uh, yes. As we like to do, we like it. to dig our guests for more knowledge. So. Yeah. So thank you all for watching, and until next time, talk to you later. <laughs>